0: God, it's I it uh, think we
1: have to. And on that note, what's up, everybody? This is Geeks with Kids. I'm Spears, and to my virtual <laughs> right is Aaron. Virtual right. <laughs> Horrible.
0: And I'm Eric. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, and you're listening to the conversational podcast about all things geeky and kidly, dedicated to stopping horrible crossovers since never, 202016. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Spears and I will be hosting and Uh-oh. Oh, that's horrible. What? <laughs> Oh, sorry. I am, like, super, super extra uh, sleep-deprived, which I'm sure is something that our listenership will be very excited to hear.
2: Mm,
3: yes. Uh, yes, indeed. It's been a horrible, horrible month for just any kind of illness around here. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Like, when does well, it end? If I did, uh...
0: Well, it doesn't help that, you know, our kids are in daycare, and daycare yeah. has its own, like downward spiral of sickness. Is Kat in uh, daycare now too or Yeah, yeah, she's been in daycare for a while. Yeah? How's that going? At least two months. She's yeah, she started in January. Yeah. Um it's good. She um she loves it. She doesn't even care like when we drop her off. She's just like, okay, see ya. I'm gonna go play now. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm like, oh all right, bye. I wanted to give you a kiss. No? Okay, bye. <laughs> that is a well
1: adjusted kid. <laughs> <laughs> see you're hearing sad Hulk music in your head and she's hearing like Benny Hill.
0: no that is that's probably true and then when and then we pick her up she's like oh hey she'll wave at us and then she'll go back to play and we're like it's time to go home
3: (laughs) see it is those kinds of coping skills that are going to help her survive the zombie apocalypse
0: Mm, it's true no attachments yep oh
3: and watch out for the guy with the eye patch
0: are you watching uh, the Walking Dead right now?
3: No, I'm so out of the loop uh, with it, though. Like I've Spears? put uh, like an embargo uh, on no. it at my school. <laughs> Nobody's allowed <laughs> to talk
1: about. No, it. no, I'm 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 waiting for I'm waiting for the s- whole season to kind of finish, and then I'll binge it that's at fair. some point.
0: They just um, yeah, they just met Hilltop right uh, the last episode.
3: Oh no! So
0: yeah, you know, you know where that's headed. <laughs> no nothing good they keep on talking about Negan or Negan I don't know how they say it I think they say Negan hmm. um, I, I does wondering. he
1: only need vegetables
0: yeah Negan <laughs> Negan <laughs> yeah anyway his
1: weakness is gelato
0: yeah no. gelato
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure his no weakness Negan a diet game. no Negan powers hmm.
0: <laughs> I love that movie
1: oh so much
0: anyway Go forth, Spears. Mm-hmm. Lead us, oh, oh, host of hostiness. Did you guys <laughs> caffeinate us. before? Yes,
3: I am readily caffeinated and hydrated. Spears,
1: I'm halfway there. Uh, <laughs> truthfully, any any more stimulants in my system, and uh, I think my body might just shut down.
0: Well, that would make an interesting podcast.
1: <laughs> I guess. Ah. In like a, a snuff film kind of way.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't say it was a good podcast. I said interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying that snuff could yeah. be bad. I meant good. Ugh. Awkward.
1: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, true. True say. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Go
1: forth. News us. <laughs> Oi. Well. This'll be good for enthusiasm. Ghostbusters trailer.
0: Was released a couple days ago.
1: Yes. Yeah, for the, the um all female Ghostbusters squad. <sighs> initial reactions. What? Sorry, I missed that. What were what was your what was your like resp- your initial
0: reaction? Um the first thing I saw when I was reading it is so it says thirty years ago, right at the beginning, four scientists saved New York, right? Beep, beep, mm-hmm. beep, back but wi- But but Winston's not a scientist. I know. <laughs> I'm glad so you caught that, because right o- I thought... Right away, I one. sat there, and I was like, that's weird. Also, it was 30, um, 32 years ago.
1: 1984. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, question. Were they just rounding the numbers, do you think? And or rounding
0: the scientists?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like, three scientists and their buddy... The dude they hired, like that, doesn't sort of roll off the tongue the they same way. They could have just that, like, said four, four guys,
0: scientists. yeah, yeah, or four specialists, yeah, because they were specialists. Because like know, there's four no way they could have said
3: three white guys and a black guy. You
0: know that just would. not <laughs> Which work. is sort of what they did with this version. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the new version. At least that's what it sounds like with the ah oh, hell nah, yeah, in the trailer. And I was like, oh. They went that way with, the, with her, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess. Because like, so, if ma- you look at Winston in the first one, the first movie, the only things he <laughs> he only says a couple things that make him like actually a black character. Like, you know, the stuff that will make you turn white. Yeah. Like that. But that was really the delivery. But anybody could have really, said that, yeah. you know. but It was funnier because he was black. <laughs> Yeah, and when you're So yeah, because Ernie you're, Hudson you're, was a genius time, yeah. in that role. Uh huh. He was really good. Yeah. Um. But sorry, go go, Aaron. What what were your thoughts? I'm um, underwhelmed. I was. You oh. seemed really excited on Facebook. No, I like said <laughs> I said woo trailer thoughts
3: and it's like mm.
0: yeah she and then th- everyone kept on clicking the like button. I was sitting there I was like huh. But however, if you go to their YouTube uh, channel. They actually
3: have more dislikes than they do likes.
0: Yeah, but, but you know that could be just because the people were like, "Well, you know, I didn't want an all-girl team." Like you know that whole thing that was yeah. going on last year. Like yeah. I was fine with them getting an all-girl team. It's oh, I was. To- I'm totally more that fine it looks it. not funny, and <sighs> you
3: know what? And the effects yeah. are actually
1: not bad.
0: They look really good.
1: Yeah, like it's special- a- it really seems. It seems to me like they've kind of gone in a more dark, straight-faced horror direction, mm-hmm. which is funny because that's what Dan Aykroyd was advocating with the original.
3: Do you
0: and think then, it's more like, horror in this one? I don't know. It kind of got a. It bit kind of, a of looks dark, like it.
3: It's got a bit of a darker vibe to it.
0: But it looks like, like the. But the darkness looks like the darkness from Ghostbusters too. You know, like when the people were getting off the Titanic and all that stuff. That's what these ghosts yeah. look like.
1: I don't know, the ghosts look more ghostly, mm-hmm. and the notion of them possessing people, and they're yeah, being cool. sort of, like, I don't know, it, it does feel like... I don't hear anyone making jokes about the threat, you know? Like, it seems like a, like the ghosts are more, I don't know, like, like an actual scary problem, rather than sort of the straight men for Venkman's jokes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a product of the effects being better or if maybe they're trying to keep the funny stuff hidden until the next trailer a little bit more.
0: They're trying to hide the funny things?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know cuz cuz uh, they do not want to tip their hands on the joke. landed with me. And um you know, like I the, like the whole the whole the slapping exorcism at the end got a chuckle out of me, but that's because I'm a sucker for seeing people in pain. Uh.
0: Yeah, I See, that, that, saw that. that was the only thing that made me, s- yeah, that was same. Uh, it made me smile. The only thing that actually made me sorta giggle, and this is sorta, is after I rewatched it a couple times, is just watching Kate McKinnon's um, facial expressions. Yeah, the whole trailer. She's amazing. Yeah, uh, like her,
3: like her reaction when uh, they when the hearse rolls up.
0: Like yeah, she's fantastic. like
3: genuinely excited, and I'm like, that's I think how I would be if I was a ghostbuster, and somebody's like, "Here, I got a car for you it's a even yeah. i think i would i think I would react that way too,
0: even the first shot when she sees the ghost and she's eating pringles yes and her she's mm. like slack jawed it's so good she no except her her wig hat thing didn't do anything for me.
3: It was a little too dead y it was a little too well, deadpan. no it was
0: it, it was just not a good
1: joke <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it, it wasn't funny. I I don't know. I I don't. Maybe I'm. Was even the lamest joke in it though? On the level of the dancing toaster? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So so baseline. We're at at least over (laughs) the starting line for the franchise. I
0: thought the dancing toaster was at least a little amusing.
1: (laughs) 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 You remember the dancing toaster much more fondly than I do.
0: Uh, They put goo in it. It danced to music. You could see the little pegs on the bottom of the. I know that that toaster. was
1: one of the. F- and then it, that is one of the first things. Toast. That's one of the first experiences I had in a the theater when I'm like, "This isn't real." They they made a little machine to make it hop. Yeah. <laughs> that toaster is not haunted.
0: Hmm. <laughs> um, did you? And uh, I don't know. I like the look of the giant uh, ghost near the end. Oh, like the yeah. the, man, the
3: thin right? man, like circus-looking
0: one. Yeah. Uh, and the Slimer looked good. Yep, um, they yeah, didn't show like the big visually bad. Visually, it looks which great.
1: All right, I'm fine with that. I uh, like the inference that the big bad is a human threat as opposed to a supernatural yeah. one. Yeah,
0: it's it's a like a powerful demon known as Rowan. Um, oh, do you know it? That's not a human threat at all. They they released the the toys at the Toy Fair a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know the New York Toy Fair, um, mm-hmm. and the bad guy ghost looks like the ghost from the Ghostbusters symbol.
3: Ah, huh, interesting.
0: It does not look good. Oh. <laughs> it actually looks pretty okay. bad. Um, if I can find a picture, I'll send it to you guys on Slack right now. Um, Yay! But, um... If
3: Slack
1: wants to po- sponsor a podcast... <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I guess. I don't know. For those
1: of you playing the drinking game at home, take one shot. If you heard Aaron say, if someone would like to sponsor a something...
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa. Should we
1: do that? Should we make a Geeks with Kids drinking game?
0: I think we should. Yeah. So most what? people we... listen to this on their commutes.
3: So, you know. Oh, yeah. Then we'd be advocating drinking and driving, and then somebody will die, and then we'll be in trouble. I don't want that on my... No sp- such thing as bad
1: publicity. Mm-hmm. Um...
0: Yeah. Something, where, where is this? <laughs> yeah, here's that. ugly ass toy. It looks horrible.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Although right. I feel like this is we should probably take, post. I feel like we should probably gonna, post this up on Facebook.
0: Or, yeah, I feel like this is going to be the the um, toy that takes over from the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Um, huh. Like it, it. That's what it looks like. It looks like it's supposed to. Be that we're slack, there so
3: a are. big, so like some sort of like big white supernatural being, uh
0: huh. Here you go. Oh, there Same it is. Go. Oh, these are the pop toys. Look at the actual link because it has a bigger, like an actual toy, not one of the pop vinyl figures. I thought Ecto uh, One looked really links. good. That's uh, I liked the I like
3: the 1980s, uh, hearth. I like it.
0: Yeah, the special effects were good. What else was good about this trailer? Um. Kate McKinnon. Oh God.
1: Yeah, it looks horrible. Yeah? Um, um, is it possible that Mattel is misleading us? No. Is it possible that this is a situation we had like with Ray in the um, Star Wars toys, where it's like, Nah, she's not the main character. Pay no attention to the the girl with <laughs> the stick. Except when they were and doing
0: then... the um, when they were talking about it, they're like, This is the new main villain of the of the movie. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Um, well, there it is. I mean, Hannibal Lecter just looks like some dude. I mean,
0: that's true. And he does have, um, you know, sharp teeth or something <laughs> and a bow tie.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, he. I guess it's scary in the same way like a clown is scary. No,
0: clowns are scarier. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else. The music was good at the beginning. Like the Lopea. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, you know what's weird, um, that they don't use the firehouse.
3: Yeah, they use a looks like a uh, like a Chinese, there's a shot like a Chinese of it though. restaurant or something.
0: Yeah, there's a shot of it, but they could just be like, so wait, hey, look,
1: this is where they used to be, mm-hmm. and now we're in a so Chinese
0: a- food restaurant.
1: <laughs> here's my question though, like in the trailer, it says like thirty years ago, whatever. Does that mean like? Does that mean it happened in the world of the movie? No. Like, is no, this no. this is a separate universe? Yeah. Unfortunately. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. They so said just... they
0: said it's not connected. They're just drawing on nostalgia for this. Um,
1: okay. Because I feel like unless you're following this and know that, like, then you might think this is a sequel because they're the trailer is referencing the original film. Hmm. And like showing you places from the original film.
0: Yeah. I wish they um. I wish they showed thor more
1: yeah he's supposed,
0: he's supposed to be the new janine and you know how awesome janine is and um, he just kicks in the
3: door and because he's possessed
0: beater. i'm like uh, okay, that's I what i you,
3: got out of that too
0: yeah <laughs> i guess you ruined that thing from uh
1: for us well janine was pretty super awesome like in the uh, in the second movie, she and uh, Rick Moranis all put on proton packs. I, I and... loved
0: her in both. I thought she's hilarious mm-hmm. and her uh, whole deadpan thing the whole time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely fantastic. I've quit better jobs than this. Yeah.
0: let's move on <laughs> Ghostbusters, from Ghostbusters. What do you want?
3: It's making me sad. Oh, you know what? Have um, have faith. It it it's
1: it could get better. It could.
0: <laughs> Move on. It's making I don't me know. sad. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, a lot of dudes were talking smack about Suicide Squad when the first pictures of Killer Croc came out. I thought he looked awesome. I don't awesome. hear much from those dudes anymore. <laughs> yeah. True. Actually, they're still there. Oh, maybe I'm just ignoring them. Yep. Just like you I'm remember. really excited for that movie.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's nothing new about it other than they're fast tracking the sequel now.
3: Uh, Yep, I was so mad about that because then they're like, "Guess who else has signed? uh, Guess who signed back on?" And it's like, "Why would you? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you tell us who signed back on before the movie is even?"
0: Because then you
1: know who's. Yeah, it kind of tips the hand about who lives and who possibly doesn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't read it. I just saw that title I was like, uh, they're going to do something stupid."
1: <laughs> so, I guess some controversy that's come sort of to the side of that news is um they're not looking to put Green Lantern in Justice League and they've removed Green Lantern Corps from the release schedule.
0: Yeah, they they said that it, it he might might be in um
1: Justice League too. Oh, dude, I really hope they go the uh, the John Stewart route. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the, the rumor was it was going to be both John Stewart and um Hal Jordan. Uh, Kyle Rayner.
1: Oh. Ah. God, I don't, like... I don't know. I know, like, Jeff Johns has an enormous attachment to the character of Hal Jordan. I just feel like the Reynolds movie kind of sunk it.
2: Hmm.
0: It'd be nice if we had Hal, like, you know, as an actual version of himself, like the cocky version, Hmm.
1: not the Ryan Reynolds version <laughs> which is weird cuz Ryan Reynolds plays cocky like well he's Deadpool like yep That's uh... yeah, frustrating. <laughs> I feel all our
3: blood our collective blood is starting to boil over <laughs> over all this <laughs> Ghostbusters yeah. and Green Lantern news.
0: Well, I'm not I'm not really uh, upset about Ghostbusters. I'm more disappointed than anything, right? I was oh, looking dude, forward nothing... to it and then it sort of just dropped my um you're, excitement for it you're, you're just like a just yeah. like
3: a parent who's been like it's not it's not what you it's not what you did it's just i'm just disappointed in you
1: mm. <laughs> i'm not mad ghostbusters i'm just <laughs> <being> disappointed
2: <mad>. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh oh, oh Ackroyd. i'm disappointed in you
1: ah well next <laughs> <laughs> yeah Uh, On to things we're looking forward to Uh, Star Wars In Your House Star Wars Episode 7 In Your House On April 1st On Digital HD and then April 5th for Blu-ray
0: So does that mean How
1: many times are you going to buy this movie
0: Um, I'm only going to buy it once and it's going to be later this year Because they're Obviously going to do By obviously as they already announced this They're not releasing this one with the 3D Blu-ray so they're releasing it later this year, so there's no point in me getting it now, <laughs> and then buying it again later for the 3D version. So I'm just gonna wait, right? Because they're obviously gonna do much. They're they're gonna release it again when Rogue One's gonna, yeah, be closer. You know, because <clears throat> so they're because they, they need something
3: do, for Christmas.
0: Come on, yeah. So they're gonna do the whole thing where they're like, "Hey, look, this is gonna have footage from Rogue One,
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: all of that jazz."
1: Yeah, I know that. J.J. has vowed that there will be no, like, director's cut or, like, extended edition or anything? Yeah. Do you think there should be?
0: No. I think it's fine.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's any
3: missing narrative that needs to be filled in. Or yep. that if, you know, like, lightsabers need to be turned into walkie-talkies or anything like that. I think
1: it's... <laughs>
0: <I think> it's <laughs> that would be amazing good. for the last fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> BB-8 is just constantly blinking. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah. because nothing... None of my issues with the film are going to be fixed with a special edition.
1: <laughs> Unless they... That will only be fixed by future movies. Yeah. Assuring you that the mysteries are actually... Pay, will pay off and Something whatnot. Like that, yeah, mm. exactly. Exactly. They
0: also... Um, the same day, they um, announced the Blu-rays. There's... There were also that. Nah, there were also those rumors about the episode eight title. Did you hear about those? Oh, oh f-
3: f- what was it? The I want to say like the first Jedi Order or something like that. It was something completely ridiculous. Or
0: um, hold on, let me find it. Blue Harvest. No, no. <laughs> well, no the, the 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 working title the working um, not title the working um, what's it called the 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 code.
1: The code word? Yeah, the, the, yeah, like the project name or The whatever. project
0: name is uh, Space Bears, right?
1: <laughs> um, because... Mel Brooks Space Bears? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so the two, uh, two rumored titles are Star Wars Tale of the Jedi Temple, uh, which sounds horrible, and then the other one was Star Wars The Order of the Dark Side.
3: I would rather that hmm. than Tales of the Jedi Temple.
1: Yeah, me too. Tales both are better than Into Darkness. <laughs> or Beyond? Star Wars Beyond. Uh be- Beyond I like a little bit better. Oh! Um Star Wars TV news. Did you guys hear this? Um Gene Roddenberry's son as executive producer. That's Star Trek. <laughs> What'd I say? Star Wars. star Wars. Freudian Slip or Wishful Thinking. Yeah. Or both. Uh star-, star Trek TV series, the New Star Trek TV thing they're planning, CBS is planning, Mm -hmm. has added Gene Roddenberry's son as executive producer and uh, Nick Myers, the writer and director of Wrath of Khan and Star Trek VI and Nemesis, um, (laughs) as part of the writing team. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. That could be good. That could be a
3: very good thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Have you guys? Are what's your? Do you have any interest in? in seeing this at any point the new star trek tv oh
0: yeah i loved star trek on that tv Mm -hmm.
1: even enterprise i enjoyed watching
3: it had some good moments it had some really good episodes Um, i
0: like i like pretty much all of it did you except for the first season was a little wonky because they're just like trying to find their feet yeah but you know once they by the
3: time it got to the expanse it was
1: great like that yeah, was I thought it was great. Mhm. Oh man, it, that's I jumped off just before that storyline started. And I heard that storyline was really good. Mhm. And I think my right. other favorite out of that was the um
3: uh back to the mirror universe uh, for a couple of yeah, episodes.
2: That
0: was good. Yeah. That was... I thought it was weird. I didn't like the last episode they aired. Um the one with the whole yeah. back to oh. back to Ting.
1: Yeah. Randomly inserting thing. the whole series into, a, into like a mid-season holodeck sequence in an old TNG episode.
0: Yeah, it was weird.
1: Oh, that was terrible. Yeah.
0: Any other good TV news come out?
1: Uh, I don't know. Supergirl Flash. Um oh, yeah. A couple of set pictures, mm-hmm. I think, were released. Didn't we talk about that last time?
3: Yeah, I think we did briefly. Yeah. Possibly.
0: Okay. Did you hear about the? Um, they're doing another Joker on Gotham.
1: Oh yeah, I saw a picture of that today. Yeah, it's Laurie. I didn't know if it was real.
0: Lori Petty. Oh no way! So yeah, Tank Girl. Tank Girl, that's awesome. She looks really good. Like she has huh. she has the green hair and the. And she was she's got the she got the Heath uh, Ledger smile.
3: Nice. And she was in an episode of Star Trek Voyager.
0: Okay. Wasn't she random?
3: Yeah. Wasn't she in that episode with like Tuvok when he gets stuck on that... The, uh, him and Neelix, I think, get stuck on a planet together or something like that, and he kind of almost uh, falls in love with her?
0: I'm just going to agree with
1: you, because <laughs> I don't recall... Uh, was she Voyager driving a tank? All? No, she wasn't. Were not. there kangaroo people? Oh, damn, I was just going to say that. <laughs> was Malcolm McDowell there? Uh, the
3: head of Malcolm McDowell, wasn't it?
1: Hmm. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> was he reprising Soren? What other things have... Any other TV news? Uh, Jordana Brewster know. joins uh, Lethal Weapon,
1: the TV show. What? Oh, God, I keep forgetting that's happening. Um.
0: Well, that's the one with Damon Wayans Sr. Yeah, why?
1: Oh, uh,
3: see, this is everything that's wrong with television in this day and age. It's just, it's... Uh, need, they haven't cast Riggs yet. They need more new, like more new
0: stuff. More new stuff. More new stuff. Billy D. Williams joins Dirty Dancing <laughs> what? I forgot that was happening oh, too. God.
1: Why is there a TV movie about anyway? Because <laughs> there's not enough cold. Is it 45? a movie? What wait, 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 what is this dirty dancing thing? Billy D.
0: Williams has joined the cast of the three hour telemovie revival of ABC's Dirty Dancing in the role of the band leader bandleader Tito. Charles Cole played the part in the original 1987 Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Gray star. Yeah, I guess they're doing a, a TV version of this. <sighs> that sounds like a bad idea. Oh, Deborah Messing's in it. Oh my god. Uh, huh. I love Deborah Messing. She's great. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: David Lynch's Blue Velvet is getting re released.
1: Huh. Man, it's like everything old is new again. It makes me wonder, like, when our kids get older, are we going to be seeing, like, these, like, grim and gritty, modernized remakes of the stuff they watched as kids? Like, are are we going to be seeing, like... (laughs) Well, I'm thinking about, like, Robert Downey Jr. in Paw Patrol, the movie. Like, I don't know. As someone who doesn't
0: watch Paw Patrol, I'm just going to go with yes.
3: Yeah. Wait. Although it won't be Robert Downey Wait. Robert Downey Jr. at that point because he'll it'll be, be someone dead. now. Yeah. Yeah. it be like
0: um I don't know. Ryan Who plays uh... Oh you went with Ryan Gosling, yeah? I was gonna go with Channing
1: Tatum <laughs> 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 Who's that guy that you don't think will be a thing? Maybe it'll be that guy. <laughs> Tom Hardy? No. Jack. Oh man! Yeah, that's
3: it. He's not a thing. <laughs> uh, We're gonna make
0: it. Jai Courtney I is a thing. Did you did you hear about um the interview that Mark uh was it Mark Miller? Oh no, Frank Miller had the other day.
1: He kinda, kinda. Yeah. I heard a rumble about this. Was this where he kind of disavowed um disavowed Netflix's version of Electra?
0: No, no, this is about, um, so a number of years ago, he was, um, he was teaming with Darren Aronofsky to make, uh, a Batman movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, my God. Did you hear about this? Um, so it was supposed to be based on year one, but, um, (laughs) um, Miller, like, they'd have meetings, and he'd say to Aronofsky, um... Your version of Batman is way too dark. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll, I'll read the quote. It was the first time I worked on a Batman project with someone whose vision of Batman was darker than mine. Can, My Batman was too nice wow, for him. I can believe we would that. Arg- <laughs> we would argue about it, and I'd say, Batman wouldn't do that. He wouldn't torture anyone, and so on. We hashed out a screenplay and we were wonderfully compensated, but then Warner Brothers read it and said, we don't want to make this movie. (laughs) The executive wanted to do a Batman he could take his kids to, and this wasn't that. It didn't have the toys in it. The Batmobile was just a tricked-out car, and Batman turned his back on his fortune to live a street life so he could know what people were going through. He built his own Batcave in an abandoned part of a subway, and and he created Batman out of whole cloth, to fight crime and a, poli- and a corrupt police force.
1: Wow. That sounds really good. <laughs> and I mean, there there were shades of that in Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Like, it was all kind of done in montage, and, and it wasn't, like, the focus of the movie, but...
0: And it looks like the Batman now, like, the Affleck one does torture people. Or, yeah, or, wait, or was that the Batman from them? Arkham Knight... No, well, no, the one, like, in the Batman trailer, Batman v Superman trailer, they show, like, people with Batman, um, you know, marks on them.
1: like the Oh, band. like brands. Like brands, yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe like, this dovetails into the R-rated version kind of that
1: they're planning on releasing.
0: Well, yeah, the R-rated DVD version. Yeah. That sounds interesting.
1: With Jenna Malone? <laughs>
0: yeah, I heard she got cut out. That's sad. Yeah. I love Jenna Malone.
1: Yeah, the um the consensus at least on in the uh comic book resources corner of the internet seems to be that she was uh Barbara Gordon.
0: Mhm. I heard that too.
1: But uh, again no confirmation as no footage. Mhm. Until perhaps the R-rated DVD.
2: Mhm.
0: Which perhaps? Is, yeah. No, they said that the yeah. They confirmed that Jenna Malone's secret character was cut out of the theatrical version. But we'll be present for the extended R rated cut, which will hit with the Blu-ray release.
1: You know what, that's probably sensible. Like there's enough characters in this thing already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just just going by the ones in the trailer, there's enough characters in this trailer already. And we still haven't seen um
3: uh who uh who is it? Uh, we still haven't seen Aquaman pop up yet. The uh, Flash is gonna be in it as well. Like yeah. It's already. (laughs) This Hmm. already feels uh, a lot like Batman and Robin, and just how many villains and how many people we can cram into it.
0: Did you um, read the? So uh, one of the reporters from EW um, saw the film and he posted a mini review, like a six-point review. (laughs) right. Oh. Okay, I'll read it. Number one. Yes. Do it. If you love. This is from uh, Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Anthony Bresnican. It's the guy who wrote cool. this. Number one, if you loved Man of Steel, you'll love Batman v Superman. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Number two, um, if you loved Man of Steel but not the end, Batman v Superman may redeem that. Hmm, That's
1: good. Okay.
3: Um, Superman doesn't three. kill somebody.
1: <laughs> three. If, In the first half hour. <laughs> <laughs> three,
0: if you hated Man of Steel and the whole grim, dark thing, okay, probably not for
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Okay, that that seems consistent (laughs) with what we've seen so far. If you hate murder,
3: you're
0: going to hate Batman v Superman. (laughs) Number four Wonder Woman is fearsome. That's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number five There's a moment between Batman and Superman that'll make even the most cynical eye tear up a little. Oh. Aww. Number six, fans will have a lot to discuss and fight over. <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> I can just hear Yoda being like, nothing can stop that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. But I'm uh, not going to do the impression because I have completely ruined my voice.
0: Oh. how yeah, well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yay, host of ruins voice.
1: Oh, no, it's it's been bad. Um, We've had, like, waves and waves and waves of disease through this house. Mm-hmm. And just between the regular wear and tear that my voice gets at, at work, like, at school, teaching, and all the sickness here, like, it... I don't know, man, nothing's working the way it's supposed to.
2: Mm.
0: That not firm?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it, um... Oh, darn it, sorry to... Um, no, I'm totally derailing our cool Batman talk.
0: Um, I think we we're done the Batman talk. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that is good. <laughs> I think... I get, oh, God, I'm a... Man, I don't know about you guys, but I'm still, like... I still have, uh, like, Neo Citrin and coffee and halls, like, all competing for dominance of my nervous system. <laughs> It's making it really hard to like focus.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I'm actually um not sick right now, which seems strange cuz everyone else is sick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm
3: like we're finally finally kicking it. But like I've lost my like I've lost my voice too and it's like, uh, there's even just, like, periods, too, where it's just, like, all of a sudden, it's just, like, extreme fatigue just, like, washes over me. And it's, like, yep. okay, I'm just gonna crash Th- right now. That
0: That's what I've had, actually. Mostly fatigue. Yeah. Not not really anything else. Like, I go to bed, like, now-ish. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. I don't even know what's next uh-huh. on the list. I'm not the host. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, well, we, um, like, in our house, um... Uh, Clark and Kara have been battling, like, it started, it was just a cold and a flu, but, uh, then one day, uh, one day Clark comes home and, you know, his, the, the teacher was saying, like, oh, it's like he's got a little bit of eczema on his hand that's kind of flaring up. And we're like, huh. Like, he had eczema when he was a baby, but mm-hmm. he hasn't had it, like, you know, for, like, two-thirds of his life has been eczema th- eczema-free. Then we check it out and it's like, yeah, there's like these little red spots, and it, it turns out to be this thing called hand, foot and mouth disease. Right. How does and this, this how, does thing hand, hand,
0: how does one get sucks? How does one get hand, foot, and
1: mouth disease? Well, let me tell you, it's a virus. Oh. It's one of two viruses, and it spreads through like saliva or, you know, poop. But um in daycare situations largely saliva. Right. So any sneeze, any like touching uh toy that's been drooled on and it's in the um in the habitat you know right so and the worst part of it is like once one kid has it like it's it's doing the rounds Hmm. you know so like as soon as we saw that uh clark had it we pulled Kara out of her daycare too and, like, the worst thing about the situation is, like, the, the, the fastest that it can possibly turn around is, like, five days. Right? Mm-hmm. And on the way, like, Clark found a way to pick up another cold and flu virus. So not only is he dealing with the discomfort of these, like, itchy spots on his hands, feet, around his mouth, and down his throat, which oh. totally murders his appetite. Yeah. Um, he's also, like, spiking a fever... And runny nose and sneezing and coughing and like it's just it's just like utterly demoralizing to see how much discomfort he's in. Yeah, you know, and there's only so much you can do. You know, there isn't really like there isn't really like a medicine or an antibiotic for it. Like it's just like you can give him Tylenol and Advil and just like hold on. Yeah, really? Yeah, oh, it's That's the worst. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, and we've totally, like, tagged up, like, our entire family to look after them. But, like, it's... I don't know. I'm finding this situation really tough, because, like, all of our parents' work, you know? There's no one who's just around, who can, like, drop everything and watch the kids consistently Mm -hmm. while we're at work for, like, five days a week. You know? And being teachers, like, we can't just take days off when we need to. Mm -hmm. You know? Like... You know, a lot of um, a lot of teaching situations have, like, employee absence management programs. And, like, if you take too many days, they're like, bring us a doctor's note. And then you're like, well, I wasn't the one who was sick. And they're like, well, it's a sick day for you, so we're not gone, pay ya. Yeah. And it's, ah, uh, it's, it, just, it just feels like, I don't know. It might be kind of hyperbole, but it feels like total societal collapse from where we are. I haven't seen Mad Max yet, but that that's kind of how it feels, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty Only much we- the same. Yeah. So, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of... I'm curious as to what, like, what your guys' reading, kind of, on this all is. Like, when your kids get... If your kids get sick and can't go into daycare for a day, like, what's your play, you know? how How does your, like, work situation handle... Like, I've got a sick kid at home, and someone's got to watch him. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we ran into that problem recently with Mercury, because he
3: got a really bad cold, spiked a fever for several days. He's actually he finally just, like, back on the men, But because Sarah is supply teaching, she can uh, readily take a day off. However, that means we take a cut on on pay. So there are days when I could take like sick days, but now I'm almost maxed out to that point too, where it's like, I think I've got one or two sick days left. And uh, here's hoping that I don't have to like, like cash them in anytime soon because there's still like one, two, three and a half months to go to the end of the school year. <coughs> and uh yeah, like it's, uh, it's so frustrating because we used to, as teachers, we used to have twenty sick days, and the reason why was not necessarily because of our mental well-being or our health, but it was because we've got families that we need to take care of, and like I really think they need to bring that back now that like we've been like we've been in it to like see just like you know because when you have nobody else around to take care of them. Like, what do you do? You have to take a day. There's no if and or buts about it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Terry, being an absolute genius, pointed out that this was one of the things that the sick day bank was for. Yeah. Like, in, in the early part of your career, you're probably not taking any time off. Because, like, teaching's one of those jobs where it's more trouble to take a day off than it is to come into work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, having to make supply plans and trust that some stranger is going to execute them properly, you know, it's just easier to, to drag your sick self into work, you know, than deal with that. But then later in your career, like, I don't know, now-ish, <laughs> like, you're going to need those days to largely take care of other people. hmm And now that bank is gone. Yep. Like, there no, I don't think any, there's no school board left in Ontario that has anything remotely like that. No. Not that I know of, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, how, like, how is it for you, Eric? Like, if, if, uh, uh, if Kat got super sick? Um, I can work from home. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That, that's it. It'd be great. That, it sounds. <laughs> that sounds so good.
0: <laughs> My work lives on the internet.
3: <laughs> Maybe that's mm-hmm. what we need to do. Maybe we need to start a completely online school that we can all just teach from the comfort of our homes.
0: We'll
1: call it Khan Academy. <laughs> ASAP I have science. those
0: <laughs> um if you ever go on life hacker they have um courses not through Life hacker but like through institutions like um Harvard and stuff where they do online courses and it's actually um you know done by an actual professor at Harvard and stuff huh. and cool. it's all online
1: it's really neat yeah i mean i've done yeah I've done like online courses and stuff before but I guess it's getting with the I don't know, I guess they're getting sort of more interactive and more to the point where it really could replace like a, an actual classroom. Mm. Well,
0: like they have all all the lectures are not like I'm I'm using a Harvard example because that's one of the courses I did. Um they actually had like the lectures in video form and then everyone had a like a discussion area sort of like Slack, like how we use Slack. Right. To talk about it would be like the tutorials, mm-hmm. and then there's time you can talk one on one with the prof and stuff. It's it's actually really cool.
3: That is kind of cool. Huh. So wait, so what, what you're saying did is you take? you went to Harvard.
0: Uh, I never finished. <laughs> I never finished the course because cat uh, was born.
3: So you dropped so. out of Harvard
1: then? Is what <laughs> you're <laughs> saying? I did.
0: I did. Nice. Virtual I, need, high a, five. I
1: need a hoodie <laughs> <laughs> from there. I assumed all. If you drop out, out of Harvard. If you drop out of Harvard, do they give you a degree from, like, Columbia? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like.
0: Harvard, there's something funny I was going to say, but I'm tired and I forgot what it was.
1: Dang it. Spears wins. That's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> oh. I was tired, but I forgot what it was. What were we talking about before my brain went
0: away?
3: Uh, we're talking Harvard. About, talking about kids. Internet.
1: YouTube no, course. something with internet. Staying and... home from work. Uh, your job lives on the internet. Eh, it's okay. Keep going. <laughs> was it a Tron joke? No, it was... Uh, I don't even know. A lawnmower man joke. Just, just move on. Move on. Get out of this. <laughs> yeah. Neuromancer joke. Uh, uh, no. Oh, my God. Um, Neuromancer. The, the author, William Gibson. Uh-huh. Um, he lives in Vancouver and is super cool, and he's writing a comic. Mm-hmm. Cool. A real comic. A comic book with pages mm-hmm. by the genius who invented the internet. Huh. There's something that I was
0: gonna go off of. This. When it gets. Oh no, my brain is so. <laughs> off right now.
1: <coughs> hmm. Oh, oh um, I really feel like. Books. That's where I was going off. Books. Stephen King. Dark Tower. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. The Dark Tower movie has officially announced its casting of Idris Elba as the gunslinger and Matthew McConaughey as... The man who ran. I don't
0: remember his name, but that's what it, that that that's him. The man who runs. The man who ran. All right, all right,
3: all right. I'm just running. I just gotta keep going. I just gotta keep running. <laughs> I'll get my trailer here, you know. All right. We'll just keep running. We'll go party at the moon You know
1: what the best thing is You know what the best thing is about the dark tower You keep getting older (laughs) It stays stays the same age The same age That's how confusing (laughs) 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 This movie needs Ben Affleck Hmm. It needs the entire cast of Dazed and Confused (laughs) That'd be amazing Wait, which one Uh, of the London brothers was it? Was it Jeremy, Jeremy? London? Jeremy? Jeremy. No. Jeremy, yep. Anyway. <laughs> the oh. same Jeremy London of Mallrats.
0: Oh, then it was the other one.
1: Wait. The one that wasn't in Dazed and
0: Confused was the one in... Mallrats, yeah. Dazed and Confused. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's what we are. That's us, right now.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay, get that all. just expanded my brain.
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, I, Matthew McConaughey's greatness aside, I'm really, really pumped for this movie. Um, I've not. Ne- that being said, I've Jason never read London. Dark Tower. Yeah, Jason London.
0: <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. Jason London was in Days and Confusion. Jeremy London was in Mallrats.
1: Okay. And Mallrats. Neither too. of which are in Dark Tower.
3: This movie's gonna make Mallrats look like Mallrats
1: 2 or Mallrats yeah. 3 yeah <laughs> oh. um, I remember there was some other Stephen King stuff um, in the pipe that I heard about I heard the the stand uh, was back in development for a movie
0: yep. yeah I heard that too like a three and a half hour movie
1: yes
0: okay Idris Elba I remember played like
1: Roland Deschain,
0: who's the gunman Matthew McCan- McConaughey will play Randall Flagg. I don't know why I forgot that. <laughs> Randall Flagg. <laughs> the... the Sorry, continue. The man who
1: runs. <laughs> huh? Kinda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is Randall Flagg where uh, Kevin Smith got the name Randall from? I doubt that. <laughs> I can go
0: ahead and just say
1: no.
3: <laughs> All right. I don't know, but if you've ever heard his... Um, Kevin Smith's podcast. Um, he does commentary for the Bad News Bears. I think. Yep. That was part of his inspiration for uh, Randall. I think was mm-hmm. one of the kids oh, in that okay.
1: movie. Did you say? Oh, that's kind of sweet. Did you yeah. say
0: they cast uh, Iron uh, Iron Fist?
1: Yeah. Yeah, some dude from Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. Which one Some is he? Some very very he white the, dude from Game of Thrones.
0: He was the guy who um uh who slept with uh, Renly. Oh, that the guy. Night of Flowers. That yes, guy. him. Yeah. No, yeah, I guess they didn't go the Asian way.
3: That's cool. I was going to say? I thought I I was I was always under the impression that Iron Fist was
1: Asian. No, he he's definitely white.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: but, well, the 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 Asian version of Iron Fist is uh Shang-Chi, who and, isn't uh, he in the 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 show too that's what i've heard i've heard they're casting yep. for him yeah, yeah they're casting and i feel like i feel like that could balance out the whole controversy of because they it was said that they were going to have they may have an asian actor play iron fist mm-hmm. so that you're not getting the old story about the you know white guy goes to asia and gets better at kung fu than asians? all the asians who've been doing it forever <laughs> yep. right yeah sweet but I don't know, maybe having Shang-Chi with him Maybe as the, like, I don't know The sort of the more experienced warrior The guy who's constantly shaking his head At Danny Rand's foolishness And Comic bad judgment Maybe that'll take the Maybe that'll sort of rebalance the scale In that way
0: Well, as long as Shang-Chi uh, drives him around In his uh, town car And wears a little black suit
1: And a <laughs> domino mask I'm sure it'll be fine <laughs> yeah, there's nothing appropriate or racist about that whatsoever. Nope. Not <laughs> at all. Oh,
0: man. What else was on our docket? I can't even remember.
1: Oh, no, we're we're through the docket. We're fully into conversation mode at this point. Nice. Oh. Oh. Winging it.
0: I, I could have swore we had something else. What we talking? Uh, what else? Yeah,
1: I mean, it was a Star Wars connected point. I mean, we're going to there was the um announcement the one-two announcement of J.J. Abrams saying that he was planning on introducing a gay, character. um, gay characters into, into the next Star Wars movie. Right. Um, sort of as a main character. And then Mark Hamill... I don't think he said main character. Of, I think he just said a character. A character, yeah. Yeah, I, I, thought I, read, I thought I read somewhere that it was going to be like a character of importance. Like, not just like a backgrounder, like someone who is actually involved in the plot in some way. Hmm. but anyway then uh, Mark Hamill kind of implied that that character may be Luke and then certain quarters of the internet lost their minds
0: huh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, I don't know that seems silly <laughs> Um, and John Boyega the other day uh, said um uh, him and uh, Poe could be gay, too. Which seems strange, because definitely... he was sitting on a right. Mm-hmm. But you never know. He could be both. Well, yeah. You never know.
1: Yeah. Oh, so Oscar Isaacs is the gay character, John Boyega is the bi character, and Daisy Ridley is straight, possibly?
2: Oh,
1: I guess. Hmm. How complicated is this love triangle then? And who else might be involved?
0: As complicated as the last uh, one between brother, sister, and scoundrel. (laughs) And Nerfherder. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Scruffy looking. There's so many um, like tumblers and videos of uh, Poe Dameron and Finn like being in love. Like it's adorable and funny. (laughs) <laughs> hmm. Oh, I'm fine with that.
3: Cool. Yeah, bro- totally man-
0: yeah. okay. I, I, Although the bromance is quite funny. Have you seen the how it should have ended uh, for episode seven?
3: No. You should have.
0: Uh, you should <laughs> just, just go. Just go watch it after this.
3: Yeah. yeah. Should we put it up on our website? Maybe.
0: Uh yeah, go for it. <laughs> I'm sure that's cool. <laughs> uh, okay. This is this is the quote from J. G. Abrams. When I talk about inclusivity, it's not excluding gay characters. It's about inclusivity. So, of course, to me, the fun of Star Wars is exploring the possibilities. So it seems insanely narrow-minded to say that there wouldn't be a homosexual character in that world.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: That's all he said. Huh. Huh. Damn it, I just did what the internet does. (laughs) What's Uh, that? not reading something extrapolate in- <laughs> <laughs> extrapolate from something i haven't read <laughs> and inflate it to the nth degree mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, go internet I go. just discovered the algorithm for the internet yeah scan headline hyperbolize everything
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's true 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 hey yeah, well oh, well if okay.
1: google would like to sponsor a podcast <laughs> yes yeah this would Send be the perfect all the time bitcoins. for... What?
0: All the bitcoins! For the Google Glasses, those, uh... The, what was it called? The Google um, Cardboard? No, the the one that was like the... the like the Oculus Rift? Re- the augmented reality thing that was like... Google Glass. Google Glass, yeah. Give us one of those. At
1: least things will show up in. Are those... Th- is that still a thing?
0: Yeah, it's still a thing.
1: I think, didn't they... They took it back a step, I think, design-wise. But okay. I I don't think it's like publicly available. I remember they got a lot of uh they got a lot of flack for the way that it looked. Like the design the the device itself is not it doesn't really stand out from the glasses frame very much. <laughs> but the frame that they chose looks kind of like a Star Wars costume. Yeah, Which the, I think is cool, GoPro but I is guess fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the, the idea is that you'd be wearing the Google Glass like as your pair of glasses, like you would an everyday pair of glasses. Yeah, right. Or you can attach I mean, it to your glasses. I, yeah. See, I, I love GoPro, but I don't I don't wear one all the time. You should. <laughs> Maybe. We'd certainly generate more content that way. That's <laughs> true.
0: Put something up on our YouTube page, finally. Mm. Spears opens the fridge. What horrors lie within? Mm-hmm. We should
3: try Periscope. We should give that a shot before, we'll, Go for like, it. before a it. recording. We should try yeah.
0: it. Dude, I don't... Yeah. Let's be this? hip.
3: Let's be with it.
0: Hey, they're making a Venom movie. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Yeah! Huh. Yeah, they brought on a writer. Who is the writer? Dante Harper, who worked on Edge of Tomorrow. Hmm. Huh. I like that movie. Huh. Except uh, okay. Doug Lyman wrote Edge of Tomorrow.
1: <laughs> well, you know, like like every Hollywood movie, lots of people wrote, you know, whatever... <laughs> Yeah, weird. Yeah. Just, I'm sure Doug Lyman was just the last guy to put his name on the page. I think he wrote
0: the majority of the script actually.
1: Huh. So what was this guy's role? Was he just kind of like um yeah. uh like a brush up artist kinda? Uh, or? No.
0: Maybe he was brought in to do work on it. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure like the the project's been in development since Amazing Spider-Man two. Well, and, they have to scrap like, that? Like Sony's realigned. Like that. Yeah, Sony had to realign like all of their Spider-Man related stuff after that.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: But if it's even peripherally connected to their new partnership with uh, Marvel Studios, then that can only be a good thing for this movie. Yeah,
0: maybe. All right, uh, let's Like,
1: see. I'm I'm really hoping that they go the uh, the Flash Thompson route. Yeah. Like kind of what I'm, what I'm seeing is like they, the army developing Venom in the first place as a military weapon, rather than like Spider-Man finds a space alien,
0: space aliens, and
1: like there's just too much backstory to do that, space aliens. You this know, is the one where if you're doing, sorry, go no? ahead. <laughs> I mean, in the the way they did, the way they did in the comic is they took the the symbiote that they already had, the space alien. Um, ...ripped it off the previous host, and they were attaching it to disabled soldiers. And each one of those disabled soldiers could use it for so many missions, then they had to like decouple the two, or they would be bonded permanently. Hmm. Um, in walks Flash Thompson, who's lost his legs um, in Afghanistan, you know, being a war hero and all. Um, and he and the symbiote, like, hit it off, and they bond super fast... Hmm. The problem with that being is that they do it for all the wrong reasons. And instead of Flash, (laughs) kind of, it's definitely more of a uh, a natural-born killers than a uh, Romeo and Juliet thing. (laughs) And you can tell that whole story without Spider-Man and without the alien, and it's still a really good, relevant story. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you can move it forward into Spider-Man. Like, you have this Venom villain already put together. The symbiote encounters Spider-Man and is like, whoa, this is way better. And then you can do the Eddie Brock Venom storyline from there. Mm -hmm. And all the while you've got Flash Thompson in the back pocket ready to reassume the mantle after the Eddie Brock thing is settled. Which lets you put more of a defined sort of story arc on it, rather than... Like the open ended nature of Venom's character was a real problem for him once the whole vengeance with on Spider Man thing was resolved. It's like once they had Eddie Brock set up as a hero, nobody knew what to do with him. Hmm. You know, they they initially they set him up in San Francisco as like the big mean Spider Man in a different city. But he kept but with like within a month of establishing that, they drag him back to New York for maximum carnage. Hmm. And it's like they just couldn't stick with the status quo long enough to differentiate the character from Spider-Man in any, in any way. Mm. And I mean, they just... I don't know. I felt like they just kept throwing it against the wall until Rick Remender, being a genius, came up with the Flash Thompson setup. And that was new and different and cool. And, I don't know, I think that's the one they should go with. Yeah, I definitely think that's the version they should do for the movie.
0: Yeah, I don't think they've announced which um, version they're doing for... Venom. Well, you yeah. know that that sounds good. I think yeah. that would make a good story.
3: Yeah, they could totally do that. And if it's only just going to be like a handful of characters, they can keep the budget low and then get the R rating up. So
0: yeah, and everything doesn't need to be R rated. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I think that's a you, you thing. Should, Venom just does be... not have to be R rated. No, not necessarily. No, I mean,
1: if Suicide Squad can be PG thirteen, I think we can do Venom at PG thirteen.
0: Yeah, okay. Like,
3: but then like when you bring for, Carnage in down the
1: line. Come yeah, on. Well that's the thing. Like Carnage on paper was always more like he's a serial killer when he inherits the symbiote. Yep. But I mean, being in a Spider Man comic, a lot of the murder he did was off panel. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't only more recently have they tried to do a more sort of Marvel Max like graphic interpretation of the character. And it's it's weird, because at that level, it doesn't really fit into the world of Spider-Man anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, then you're looking at, like, I don't even know, like, then you're into, like, Punisher territory, or, like, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know if, I don't know if we need a, Mar- like, I don't know if Marvel is set up or should be telling those kinds of stories, you know? Right. And they wouldn't be like, because I don't... Sony would be the ones selling the story. Well, yeah, but they're, I mean, the deal is Sony and Marvel are now kind of, at least from a creative direction standpoint, partnered. Right? Like, yeah, so on the Sony Spider Man pictures, they bring in someone from Marvel to consult and, like, shape the story and make sure it still fits in to, you know, so Spidey can swing into the MCU without big problems, basically. Yeah. Mm hmm.
0: You know what's not going to have problems? Mm. American Gods, the TV show. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for this! Did you hear who they cast as Mr. Wednesday? Yes, but tell us. Ian McShane. Nice.
3: Say it again. Ian McShane. Oh. A little bit of a little bit more of an Irish
0: accent this time. Nah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not my director. <laughs> But, oh, uh, that perfect, <laughs> just perfect casting. <laughs> Spears, oh, you want to talk about um, American Guides?
1: Not terribly much. I'm excited for it so much because it's a Neil Gaiman uh, story that I haven't read. You haven't read it? Mm. I haven't read it. Oh, Rachel would be shaking her head at you. Yeah, she ain't wrong.
0: Yeah, she ain't wrong.
1: Um Mr. Um, oh,
0: I don't know if I want to say who he is now. Who Mr. Do well, I know
1: the character's name is Mr. Wednesday. Um but I'm intentionally ignoring all of their information because I really 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 want to be surprised.
0: Okay, I won't tell you who he so is. So I I can
1: like I can I can take my headphones off and give nah, you guys nah, like 5 minutes. Cool.
0: Um so basically Mr. Wednesday um is one of the main protagonists of American Gods. He hires this guy named Shadow. To escort him across the country.
1: That's and that's that's like the premise of the story. It's like a road, like a, an on-the-road kind of thing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: should I read it first? I I would always just say yes, just because that book is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah. Read it. It's not Any- a hard read. Oh, Anything it's, by Neil
3: Gaiman. Come on. It's
0: true. It it, it flows yeah, really for well. Real. It's, my favorite of his books, really? Yeah,
1: I oh, really. And I read Neverwhere, and I'm I, that's still, still very, very high for me. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: no, this is better than Neverwhere. <laughs> I love Neverwhere too. Mm. I've seen like the BBC movie as well, which is hard to love after you <laughs> watch that version. <laughs> um, uh, did you re- did you read a Nancy's a Nancy's Boys? Yeah, it's a sequel to American Gods. Oh. Yeah. Okay, then. Mr. Anansi is one of the um, characters in American Gods. I don't know how I'm going to get into that without talking who he is. I'm going to guess you haven't read it, have you?
1: No. Say no more. Yeah, there you go. I I will. Oh, God, forget it. I was going to try to promise to have it read before we record again, but I know that's impossible. Like two weeks? Get the audiobook. <laughs> Listen to it in the car. Yeah. Well, yeah. T- time was, I could have achieved both of those things. Hmm. Um. Now, I mean, you know, I don't have the commute anymore. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like maybe in ten-minute increments. You know, or you you
0: could always put it on your f- listening device, like your phone or whatever, and do
1: it while you're doing chores. Hmm. This is true. Hmm. Or is it the sort of thing that I could play like when the kids are around? Mm,
0: no, no, not American yeah. Gods, no.
1: No, no. <laughs> okay. There's
0: Especially definitely... that opening, no. Is the opening the one huh. about the sex scene? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay, yep. that's what I thought.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Oh my gosh, that reminds me. Breakthrough. Um, I was watching, I'm on episode four or five of Jessica Jones. Oh, yes. that's the one where everyone um, dies. <laughs> <laughs> everyone named eric <laughs> <laughs> what happened in the episode you watched oh the um the last one i watched was what happened she um <sighs> she tracks down um kilgrave and she like she stops that cop from jumping off the building and oh. is kind of dealing with all of his like goons is like all the people he hypnotized kind of for the first time right mm-hmm. Um, she breaks up with Luke, cause she's all like, it's too dangerous, there's this dude, and he's like, well, go do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I think it was either in that episode or the episode before that, like, she and Luke are, like, having some quality time. Right. <laughs> and, like, I'm, I'm folding laundry wa- watching this. And, uh, Terry, wa- and Terry kinda, you know, she comes down to, to hang out, like, she just finished putting, uh, Clark to sleep. And uh, so she just kind of, she's sitting on the couch, kind of as I'm folding and whatever. And she's like, What show is this? And I'm like, Oh, it's Jessica Jones' Marvel show. She's like, Huh, I'd watch this. Because it's sexy. (laughs) Hey, man, she's watching a Marvel show. That's a win. Yep. Sarah's. uh, A sexy win. (laughs) Sarah's enjoying it, especially for the Luke Cage factor, too.
0: Luke Cage is phenomenal. Yep. I look forward to his.
1: I've his show I've really enjoyed his performance so far, yeah, no, looking very, very forward to that show. Wait mm.
0: um Aaron, have you not finished that series? No, we
3: just finally got to the episode with a thousand cuts.
0: you do you guys realize that by the time we record next, Daredevil will be out, yeah,
1: and I still have to get caught up on that. <laughs> I can't wait to be behind on that show oh, too, you guys. <laughs> oh man, man, I just had um. God, our buddy Mark um, is rewatching Leverage for, like, the third time. Apparently, he says it's, like, the greatest show ever. Yeah, tell ever. us, what is this show? I've never heard of this show. Yeah, likewise. Um, it's, um... I don't know if it's a BBC show or not, but it's uh, Don Cheadle's The Lead. Um oh. And I guess the idea is that he's kind of like a con artist, but he's taking... He's trying... He's conning these huge corporations. Kind of, or these corrupt, like, these super corrupt ultra-rich kind of folks. And I guess it's kind of like a Robin Hood thing. you say Don Cheadle's uh, in but this? I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah. Okay, the leverage War I looked Machine up himself. definitely has Timothy Hutton and not Don Cheadle.
1: <laughs> um, maybe there's multiple multiple incarnations of it. Maybe there's like an American version. Right. It's from 2008 but no- knowing Mark, it's probably not the... Weird. Maybe I'm thinking of House of Lies. House of Lies, I'm Lies is, not is Don Cheadle. Right Ah oh, man, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Spears is the worst. Yeah. Let's look up leverage, shall we? Yeah. Hustle.
0: I oh, know. Mark just said it was the best. Okay. Um, I'm currently watching The West Wing for the first time.
3: Isn't it? Isn't it grand?
0: It's, it's amazing, and I feel smarter every time I watch it. That, Sarah, that...
3: Sarah watched it religiously on first mat leave and I would catch episodes of it, and it it's amazing.
0: Like, like, it's have you not seen show. it? Have you not seen the whole thing?
3: Myself? No. Um, like, I would catch episodes with her, and it would be like one of those things where it's like, hey, what are you watching? And, like, two hours later, it's like, oh, my, we've like, I just actually sat here and watched a couple of episodes.
0: Yeah, so Stu gave me the first season because he's like, you have to watch this. And I've always wanted to watch it, I just haven't had the time. Um, and I was 18 when it came out, so I was like... Trying to, you know,
3: politics at eighteen. Come on. <laughs> well, what,
0: what was I doing when I was eighteen? I was, just, I was in high, at the end of high school, trying to, you know, get with girls and obviously failing. And I don't think that um, that um Mark, my my buddy hey, Mark, is going to laugh at that. Are you into West Wing? Um, <laughs> um, um, yeah, and I was, you know, I was also trying to get into me. university. So at that time, because it was OEC. So, you know, that whole thing. Oh, I see. <laughs> I didn't watch
1: it. That was a fantastic year. But no,
0: it, it was actually really interesting. Like, like, the show is so incredibly written, obviously, because Aaron Sorkin. And yes. the actors are amazing. And I find it hard not to, like, tear up at least once every, every other episode, maybe every episode. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the parenthood where they're like, this is the crying moment. It's like, there's either something sad or something you're like so happy about that you're just like I'm so proud of these people doing good in this world and you know you sit there and you're like hoping that you know the government could actually be that good
3: mm-hmm. it's it's very op- like it's a very optimistic kind of like take. Uh,
0: I don't know if I'd say optimistic but like well, it's compared nice to a
3: lot of other Political yeah. TV. There's no
1: House of
0: Cards. Yeah. Is what it's you're not saying. House of Cards, but it's nice to, <laughs> It's nice that um, occasionally, I'm going to say that occasionally, that the Republicans and the Democrats want to make America better, <laughs> instead of just going for their own political gain. Right. Um,
1: there's no. There's no uh, President Trump in this show. No.
0: And I wonder if Trump. Um,
1: Sorry, President Trump.
0: I wonder if the Trump. Uh, <laughs> um, I wonder if like. The reason why we have Trump now is because people aren't. <laughs> there isn't something like The West Wing that are making people smarter. <laughs> <laughs> if only they kept kept making The West Wing. I heard the last couple seasons were not that as great, but you know I can't say anything. I haven't seen it. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I burned through the first season. Now I'm in the second season, and it's amazing. <laughs> cool. Watch the West Wing.
3: (laughs) More time. We need those Harry Potter time spinner things. We need more time.
2: Mm.
0: Anyway, I guess we should just end this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Right, host. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we should give our um,
0: our readers a question of some sort. Readers, listeners. Oh,
1: you know what? Let's. (laughs) I don't know. Let's keep it real, real simple. Like given that, you know, as as parents we don't have as much time for watching stuff as we might like. Maybe throw us your top the top 3. Top 3 shows or movies that you're watching. Let's make this simple.
0: Just give us one show to watch. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah just top five suggest top <laughs> No, don't do that. <laughs> Just tell us the series. <laughs> Alphabetized, to watch. organized, and don't do something silly okay. like give us Buffy because we've all seen that. Yeah. We've seen the Joss Whedons. Don't don't tell us to watch a Joss Whedon show.
1: I will watch Firefly every time it's recommended. <laughs> How about this? I'll I'll give you
0: two something to watch. Watch um, Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Okay. All right. Have you heard of this show? No. It's in a it's a BBC not a BBC show, show. It's a it's a UK show. Um, and it's pretty much the uh, the new Twilight Zone. Oh, nice.
1: And, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay.
0: It started in 2011. I think there's three or four seasons. And a couple of um, Christmas specials because that's how the BBC does things. Um, uh, if you listen to I think Kevin Smith talked about that this uh, show once um, on one of his podcasts. Um, it's the first episode is about um the prime minister's daughter gets kidnapped of
1: Britain. Have you heard did you hear this Kevin Smith? And Mark? he needs a, a he needs a special man with a certain set of skills <laughs> to get her back. <laughs> no, no. No,
0: just watch the first episode of um of Black Mirror and it it'll it'll hook you. It's it's amazing. Like Cool. Uh, Aaron,
3: do you have one? Yeah, Sarah and I started watching uh colony um oh you like that show uh we're two episodes in and it's not bad but i think (laughs) i know where the that's an endorsement if ever i heard one (laughs) it's not bad but i think i know what the the twist is and it's already making sarah want to check out of it because she doesn't like those kinds of twists to a story but i do so um
0: yeah i saw the first episode i thought hey look it's um sawyer what's her name from walking dead and sawyer yeah and uh (laughs) Lori. Coral! L- Lori.
1: Coral.
3: <laughs> Coral! Coral! Coral!
1: Coral! <laughs> what about you, Spears? Anything to watch? Uh, you know, I watched the beginning of Finding Nemo the other day. Finding Nemo's not time, a TV show. <laughs> yeah, I know, but but do, do you remember what, what the what the wife fish's name was? Coral. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's that's what Walking Dead makes me think of now. Uh, my recommendation is going to be Babylon Five. No, <laughs> um, stop, stop no, no, pushing Babylon I'll, Five. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to and Eric, I'm going to recommend that you start watching from the beginning of season two.
0: Okay,
1: start in season two, episode one. And if you're not hooked within say three episodes, I will never recommend it to you again Did, wait, until wait, wait. the next didn't, time. Didn't
0: you? Didn't they change the commander in second season?
1: Yeah, you. After watching a little bit of season two, you might want to go back and like watch an episode or two, a couple of key episodes of season one. But season one was definitely a finding its feet in a lot of ways, like a, you know, like many shows mm-hmm. are. But when they change over the commander, mm-hmm. um, and it turns out there were some very good reasons, both in story and in real life, for them switching the commander. Um, it turns out that the guy who played the commander in season one, uh, Mike O'Hare. Um, he was suffering from like schizophrenia and dementia and like all sorts of untreated mental mental uh, conditions, oh, uh. and he never told anyone. And when he when it when it was became obvious it was interfering with how long and how well he could do the show, uh, the the director of most of it and the creator uh, Jay Michael Straczynski sat down with him, and he was like. And he was like, "Mike, what do you like? What do you want to do?" And Mike like explained what was happening. And Straczynski was like, I- "I'm going to keep the. I'll keep this a secret. I'll like. I'll keep it a secret to my grave." And Mike and O'Hare says something like, "Keep it a secret until my grave. After that, tell whoever wants to know because maybe it'll inspire them to get help." Hmm. Oh. Which is super cool. And at a at a Babylon Five reunion at a convention a number of years ago, he did. He shared the whole, the whole story. But that's why they switched. That's why they switched commanders. So
0: it's not like Sequest DSV where they just randomly changed the commander once. <laughs> no. To someone. No, who was nothing a like writer.
1: that. And I mean, one of the cool things about Babylon Five's writing is that each character from the commander down came with a trap door written into the character a way that that character could leave the show and possibly come back later maybe if they were needed. Yeah. So there was a contingency plan. The one for the commander was a super long shot and but it ended up making the show much better. Um because the the chemistry that Bruce Boxleitner as the as the new Try. sort of head of the show brought. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was very it was a much more upbeat character like and all the other characters are so noir and kind of gritty and grimy, and you get this guy who's like a you know who's like super smiley, we can do it kind of kind of dude. It really creates an interesting energy on the show, and that's why you should start at season two. Hmm. Okay, you know what? I, if- it's also where the lo- the long form plot kind of kicks in, kind of there, and it becomes much more of like a much more of a novel for television um, than the first season was. Hmm. Anyway, Babylon Five. Go watch.
0: If they it. if they ever do a, um, you know how the how TNG had the special editions come out where they redid all mm-hmm. the the effects. special effects, I would totally jump on it right away.
1: there yeah, there's a couple of reasons why that can't happen for Babylon Five. Uh, not the least of which being that Babylon Five was one of the first, perhaps the first TV show to do composited. Um, CGI and live action shots mm. and all of the all of the raw footage for those composite shots is gone and all of the raw CGI for those composite shots that are gone that sounds
0: like something George
1: Lucas would say <laughs> uh, I'm, the, the alternative is to completely reshoot which they can't do because most of the cat, like key members of the cast have passed away and it's just been too long um Or they can try to rebuild it with technology, but that would be really time and labor intensive. And perhaps Babylon 5 wouldn't make that money back in any appreciable way. Because there's so many of these composite shots in it. Mm. Like, it's when you start just watching even the title sequence. Like, the title sequence ends with a push-in from outside of the... From the front of the station, down this, like, super long, like, pair of boarding ramps, um, to you can see the bridge, but you're seeing the bridge from outside. So you've got a composite shot in the opening credits, and then, like, every time they, like, they look down the spine of this station and you see it kind of, like, spinning. Kind of, every, like, er- I swear, like, every third or fourth shot, something is composited in somewhere. Mm. And it's just the the thought of having to go back and rebuild all of those without any of the <coughs> raw footage is... it's. I don't know, man. Even as an amateur fan from the sidelines, like I'm, like yeah, I see why you haven't gone back and done that. Mm-hmm. All that being said, um, Straczynski has promised that some form of Babylon Five movie reboot um, enters production in 2016, hmm. that's and he been that's the that year that it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he said there's been an option. There's been something in development at um, I think at Warner Brothers. Hmm. Um, I can't remember exactly, but I think the deal is in 2016. Whatever studio has it either has to greenlight or pass, and if they pass, then Straczynski can fund it and do it himself. Right, which is why he was saying 2016 was when it was to go. So there's still quite a bit of 2016. So you, Eric, you may get a Babylon Five that is up to your effects specifications. Shortly.
0: Hmm. Interesting. One day. Ah, uh, it's just.
1: uh what brought it back for me was there's a um, there's a fan group on Facebook, and occasionally someone will share like a favorite clip, and they showed this <laughs> one where um ah oh, it's one of the one of the, one of the main characters this um this alien ambassador this Molari guy um who comes off as this total like pompous fop for like most of season one. Kind of, He arranges this very elaborate assassination of one of his enemies. And it's this video message, this holographic video, that he's having an a mutual enemy kind of play for the guy. So you're watching, you're seeing Malari give this, like, this litany of... These are all the horrible things you've done, and this is why you're going to pay. Crosscut with, like, the crew on the ship, and they're at sort of this gospel church service... So you have the this like absolutely brutal like beat to death of this of this villain happening to a backdrop of gospel cutting back and forth, and it's just is really really well done. And it's moments like that that make the effects worth it.
0: Hmm. You should watch it. So you're saying I should watch
1: Babylon Five?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm saying. Uh, we'll see. Endorsed.
1: When, when, we'll see. We shall see. Mm-hmm. So what do you say, listeners? What do you think we should listen to? Let us know on our sweet Facebook page. You know what you shouldn't recommend? Facebook. Sorry, I'm going to cut, cut into Ugh. you. Don't recommend Fuller House to me, because I already saw it and I didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the series that was so good, it's already been greenlit for a season two. It was not good. Continue your outro. I'm just saying, I'm not watching it again. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag Eric Fuller House. Uh, Um, You can hashtag that on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Or podcast. Podcast. Where else? (laughs) What do we do?
0: Our Facebook page is... Uh, Facebook.com slash Geeks with Kids
1: podcast. <laughs>
3: Next. Or, or you can follow us
0: on Twitter at Geeks with Kids CN. Or you can email us at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. Or you can always follow. Well, go to our website at www.geekswithkids.ca.
1: Or uh, find us on iTunes and Twitter and all of the social places, but the website will kind of get you to everything.
3: Stitcher. And the iTunes. Give us stars. Lots of stars. Mario stars, if you could. Mm. That always
1: makes me think of Resident Evil. And then
0: come back next week when one of us, not me, because I already posted
1: something, (laughs) have something different. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, so we have one-off podcasts already from Eric, we've got a, uh, Let's Play coming where the geeks play Battlefront. I don't think that's coming. <laughs> no, never? Well, I never got
0: any footage from you guys, and all the things we talked about in it are old.
3: <laughs> okay, so we need to do this again. So,
0: so, so when we were playing Battlefront, we were talking about the... The DLC and oh, I wonder what it could be. They announced it all like the week after <laughs> what it was going to be. <laughs> so by that point, we're just like, eh,
1: whatever. So basically, we need to could, do this. Could we just again. do the footage of a- <laughs> maybe? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we should just do the footage of us like crashing TIE fighters into things and put the Benny Hill that, music that, in the back. That would
0: just be your footage, Spears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, fa- unfair, in fairness. Yeah. So when we cross cut to you guys we what we can put like cool music in the background.
0: <laughs> Top gun. <Da-da-da-da-da-da. laughs>
1: yeah. oh, Aaron, what's yours? The
0: danger zone. Exactly. Yes. Well, one of us will not me, <laughs> um, post something next week. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I think oh. my 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 podcast might uh, end up being weekly. Um Really? I have, a, I have people oh, that want to go on, so. You know. And it might be cool. not safe for work. Ooh, swearing. Ooh, swears. <laughs> we'll see. That's that's another <clears> thing <throat> later.
1: Awesome. Uh, I'm Spears. I'm Eric. And I'm Aaron. And Majram, everybody. Are you
0: sing it? Spears sing? Hashtag? No, medicine, it's so bad. You don't have to sing, you're sick. <laughs>
1: You should sing. Nah,
0: I'm eating chips.
1: But like, you're a singer. Yeah. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Someone count us out.